Hello, everybody. Good morning. Welcome back. This is Andrea Epolito celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love. It has been kind of a crazy February, which is a really, really good thing. And when I woke up this morning, I realized that I have been getting a lot of emails lately that start with, I was referred to you by, or so-and-so gave me your information. And I just really wanted to start today by saying how absolutely, utterly grateful I am for every single referral, whether it is a client being referred to me for planning, if it's a corporate group being referred to me for an experiential kind of event, if it is another business that's being referred to me for consulting or coaching, or even if it's just somebody that's recommended my book. It means so much to me that there are people out there, trusted people and businesses that are willing to put their names on me, that they know me, that they respect me enough, that they respect my business enough to say, you know what, she's the best, call her. And when I was thinking about it, it really drives home the power of the three R's, relationships, reputation, and referrals. Let's start with relationships. All things being equal, people want to work with people that they like. And all things not being equal, people still want to work with people that they like. Now, I'm not always likable, and I accept that. I'm relentlessly, I'm always kind of striving and pushing and moving. I don't know how to filter things the way that other people know how to filter them. And sometimes I don't play the game the right way. But I accept that about myself. And the people who appreciate my work ethic, the people who see me doing all the things and loving it, the people who like the fact that I have a no bullshit direct path from A to B who don't get their feelings hurt, those people love me. And those are my people. And I really just try to focus on them, especially lately. Now, I am not saying this to be injurious. I actually, I never seek to be injurious. But there are people that I don't like and that they don't like me and and that's okay. So I just kind of avoid them. It's not important. I don't go out of my way to be mean or bitchy. I don't recruit others to hate them. I just kind of stay out of the way because I'm at an age where I can see that I've lived a certain number of years of my life without certain people and it's fine. It's actually better. But the relationships that I do have in real life and on social, those relationships, I am all in. I will share anything. I will teach anything. I am always on because that is my job and I love it. I want to be the place that my clients, my friends, my family, my community, my people, where, where they can go and know that it's okay. So based on how I manage those relationships and the work that I've done, I have built a reputation for being a certain type of planner, designer, partner, pro. Um, you know, two of the leads that I recently received were given by people who owe me, only know me by reputation. And that to me is insane. Like somebody said, I'm looking for a wedding planner. And people said like, oh, so-and-so told me about her. That's great. Now, why does this matter? It matters because the the respect and the trust that comes from a lead that is a referral, you can't buy that. No vendor list, no ad, no Instagram post is ever going to carry the power 
of a referral because when somebody has been referred to you, it means that there is, there's almost a transference of trust. Somebody that they trust has trusted you. And so they're kind of embedding that into the relationship. So you already start off on a great foot when business is coming to you from a referral. It's just easier to close business that's been referred because the end client already trusts you. So if you're out there and you're looking at your business and you're like, God, not a lot of my business is coming from referrals. I'm not getting a lot of this. Here's a couple of things to do. First, reach out to the people that you have relationships with and ask them how often they have an opportunity to refer your services to people. Tell them that you would love to be referred. Not that you want to be a preferred vendor, but that you want an actual referral. And then ask what you need to do to earn that referral. Ask what it is that you could do to do a better job, to order a secure referral. Ask them what it is that their clients are looking for, or better yet, do some research in advance and take a look at their client base, take a look at their business, and then you go out and you proactively tell them. I understand that you have a lot of clients that are a little bit smaller that are booking on a shorter term, but I still believe that they could benefit from a 30-day, you know, kind of short-term wedding planning process. And here's what I'd like to offer you. It would mean the world to me if you could refer me. Anytime that you can fill a hole in somebody else's business, you're going to do really well. And then the other thing that I think you should do after you reach out to people, after you ask them for the referral, and then after you earn it is just kind of clean up your own sandbox. We all have relationships that went sideways, all of us. And as much as I value my relationships and they do mean the world to me, I have a reputation for turning off and just like terminating things real quick when things aren't working. And I've ended friendships, business relationships, employment relationships without losing a minute's sleep. And those have been in the times when I have felt really justified and when I'm okay with the fallout that comes. But when I look back on my life and my career, there were times where I think, God, I could have handled that better. And especially over the last few years, I've needed to kind of go out there and clean up my side of the street. And it sucks. It's awful. There have been people that I had to go to and say, you know what? I don't want to know you every day, but I didn't handle our situation properly and I'm sorry, and I truly wish you well. I hope you have a great business and a great life, even if I'm not in it. Those conversations are hard, but at the end, it's actually a great relief. Now, I'll be honest. I've approached people that I felt like our ending was just kind of off, and I've tried to have a conversation with them, and honestly, some people were really just jerks about it. You know, in which case, may the bridges I burn light my way. But, you know, in in all seriousness, for the most part, I think that when you have a relationship that has been meaningful and it ends, I think that the ending of a relationship should go as well as the beginning. Relationships end for a reason, but you have to clean that up in order to fix your reputation sometimes. Your reputation is your brand. It's everything. It's your currency. So when you're going in and you're saying, okay, I've taken care of the referral portion. I've taken care 
of the relationship portion, now what's next? Now it's your reputation. So sit down and write out what you want to be known for. Personally, I always want to be known as being the hardest working person in the room. I want to be known as the top wedding planner in my market. I want people to say she's the best. I love that I'm considered to be the most expensive in Vegas. I want to be known for being accessible 24-7 to my clients and being responsive. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people have very strong boundaries about when you can call, when you can't call. And I get that, that that works for them. It doesn't work for me. My life is fuller and richer and I enjoy it more when I can be a part of my client's lives. That's important. I answer all of my messages. I answer all of my DMs. I answer every email personally. It's rare that I miss a comment. I do, but I am 100% on my game and out there, and I make sure that everyone knows, that everyone sees it. I make it public. I talk about my successes. I talk about my failures because that's going to be part of the legacy of what I've built. I wanted to redefine what it means to get married in Las Vegas, and I'm making sure that I have a reputation for being out there and doing that every single day. So now I'm going to ask you, are your actions supporting the reputation that you want? If not, you need to change them and get in alignment ASAP. So if like, and this is weird, what if you have a reputation that's negative? Would you even know? I Part of me thinks you would. Like in certain circles I have had and likely still have a reputation for for being a little bit difficult and for driving too hard. Why? Because I demand that you as a partner show up and do the things you need to do. I demand you show up on time. I demand that you exceed my expectation. Good enough is never good enough. If I order six trees, I want six trees and they better blow me away. If I need to make a change and call an audible, then you need to die on that floor trying to make it. And if I send an email, you need to respond in 24 hours. And so help me God, if you say you're too busy and then I go on social and I see you playing with filters. Now, is that being difficult? Eh, I don't think so. I have exacting standards. And if you want to play in my sandbox, you better live up to them. For everyone else, maybe I'm difficult for you. Maybe you don't want to work that hard. Maybe you don't like working at this level. Maybe you think I'm a ball breaker. That's fine. You're welcome. It's okay. But if you're out there and you're saying, maybe I have a bad reputation, I want you to really think and go back through your last 10 weddings, 10 events, and I want you to do a self-reflection and think about how did you interact with each individual vendor. Were you short with a videographer? Did you snap at a banquet person? Did you not turn things over to the caterer? Make a list of every interaction that you had that maybe wasn't great. And then I want you to take that list and break it into two. One, is this something that people perceive as being bad that I can turn into a positive, like my having a reputation for being a ball breaker. I've turned that into a positive. But what if it's something that you can't turn into a positive? What if you went through a period of time where you were just always running late? What if you know that there was a time in your life that had a slump and the work just wasn't on point? That kind of reputation can end your business. So what do you do? Own it. 
make a list of every single person that your negative behavior could have impacted and ask for a meeting. If you can't get an in-person meeting, ask for a phone call. Now, your apology is going to be very simple. There is no reason for my behavior, only excuses, but I would like to apologize for XYZ and how it impacted you. I could tell you what was going on in my life, but it doesn't matter. It's behind me now, and I realized that it must have been really hard for you to have to deal with the shortcomings of my business, and I'm sorry. I know it's going to take time to rebuild trust, and I hope that we can do that. Just know that I'm committed to being the best partner that I can be in the future if you're willing to give you another chance. Could, could you imagine being on the receiving end of that? I mean, could you imagine hearing that from somebody? I would probably cry. I would probably be like, oh my God, you have no idea how hard it was to deal with that. And I felt awful for riding you the way that I did. And I felt awful that our relationship changed. But that kind of apology would be the kind of thing that that would move the relationship forward. Those who are worth it will give you a chance to prove yourself. The rest of them are lost. And all you can do is kind of tie it up put a bow on it and make sure that the work you do in the future is spot on. Make sure that you get better because if you put your head down and you just grind, they're going to watch. They're going to watch from afar and their opinion of you may change in time. I know that I had a relationship that I kind of stepped away from, took about four years for us to circle back. But when we did, we weren't starting over from scratch. We were starting over with so much more experience and so much more understanding. And we really brought our best foot forward. And I'm super proud of that today. So once you have your relationships and your your reputation in place, I'm telling you, you're going to get the referrals. Now, we all love all of our clients equally, but we do and should go out of our way to really wine and dine those who have been referred to us because they're very special. They're a part of our network. Don't forget to send a thank you note to the people who've referred you, a handwritten note, a Starbucks gift card, wine, anything. Always show appreciation for the fact that you have the ability to get in the room. Always show appreciation for the work. And remember that the best thank you is a job well done. So thank you for listening to me. Thank you for following the podcast. Please, 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 if you are listening to this on Apple, on iTunes, I would love a five-star review. We've been getting so many of them. I'm super excited and I would love to see that grow. I want to see this community get bigger and better. Until next week, this is Andrea Epolito celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love. I will talk to you soon, my friends.